So sometimes when I tell people that I've lived in northern Sweden and that I play beach volleyball, they go like, what What do you mean? <laughs> Can you even play beach volleyball there? And they get surprised and, and whatnot. And I'm like, yes, uh, yes, we, we do have summer there. And we also have an indoor facility. But not only is it possible to play there, it's actually for many years been a great place to start playing. And uh, we even have a few ex-Olympians, uh, beach volleyball Olympians there. And so obviously, since I'm there, I started this podcast of course, I have to interview these ex-Olympians. So today we have Bjorn Barry on the podcast. He's played in two Olympics in 2000 and 2004. And um, he's, well, I've learned a lot from him uh, over the years. And uh, he's been he's been around. I've, I've watched him, analyzed him, <laughs> played against him, played with him, um, learned from him, had conversations with him, with uh, this being one of them. Uh, he... <laughs> it was funny. I asked him, hey, would you want to be on the podcast? And he said, yes, yes, fine. And then I was like, okay, can we do it maybe soon-ish? And then one day he was just like, can we can we take a walk and make a podcast? And I was like, mm, I don't know. I've I've never done that before. I've never heard anyone doing that. But I guess I have this microphone set up that we could have like some cables hanging between us and and take a walk <laughs> so so that's what we end up doing uh we we took a walk around the lake and uh discussed beach volleyball and um so <laughs> yes <laughs> there is uh, the audio is fine there's some steps in the background like you can hear that we're on a walk so actually i'm gonna say that why don't you take a walk when you listen to this? <laughs> uh, maybe it will make you feel like you're taking a walk with us. Obviously, I like listening to podcasts while I do other stuff and, and being productive like in a double way at the same time. And me and Bjorn were for sure this when we recorded this episode. And why don't you do the same when you listen to it? We covered a lot of different topics. We talked about basically what he learned from his career and some of the things he thought was very important. And we talked smart attacking and we talked uh, longevity, how to be able to play for a long time. And uh, we also talk some sports psychology. So there's a lot of interesting stuff in this episode. I think uh, most everyone will find something interesting in it. I do have to say that since it was a walk around the lake, like there was some stuff that happened. Like we met Bjorn's son. He almost wanted to, to follow us. <laughs> we had to, to tell him no. Um, and some other stuff. So there's going to be some breaks here and there. But. Um, yeah, I edited it so that it will make sense anyway. All right, I'm Alex, the host of the show, and let's get started. You know, I read some research from years ago about people, at, there's something about walking. You actually think better, your brain works better, so it's actually good for conversations. Yeah, I think so too. I think that's that's how we built. I think we are built to... What do, you, what do you say in English? We are nomads. <laughs> yeah, that's is, that, is that the same word? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we are, we are built to uh, walk. Uh-huh. For millions uh, of years, we were uh, walking. Mm -hmm. That was a natural thing to do, you know. So that, maybe that's why. Maybe uh, that's, why. <laughs> that's why we are thinking better walking. Dur during walking, because it was important to, to think in a good way. When we were, when, uh, we were um, moving. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's a nice theory. 
Did you just make that up? Yeah, I, I, it just came to me. <laughs> I mean, it has to be like that, don't you yeah. think? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> That's the stuff that happens when you walk. Uh, I, there was some, there was some CEO of some big company. He never had meetings without a walk. Mm -hmm. He never had sitting meetings. Yeah. Because they thought the meetings always get better if they. I mean, it it it, it release. Uh, some some tensions in you uh, when you walk and you uh, you'll be able to to get in a more uh, relaxed uh, mood maybe or something exactly and yeah I, I kind of i mean you, you you feel more creative also and th then when we speak uh, my son is <laughs> heading to us no. he's coming from school Jenna <laughs> <laughs> Björn's son is here Ja, och ser du vad konstiga vi är? Okay, that's what happens when you take a walk, you meet your son on the way. Yeah, well, it could happen. Uh, I'm uh, fortunate to, to live uh, in a good place mm -hmm. in, in this city. I'm, I'm uh, living near Nydalarsan. Uh, that's the lake we're walking just mm -hmm. beside here yeah. right now. And my son is going to school just around the corner here so <laughs> he didn't know you were supposed to record a podcast today <laughs> no he didn't know but he's he's kind of interested in everything that that uh... okay interruption too <laughs> yeah uh, anyway uh, yeah. i've um, ever since hearing this this thing about the ceo i've started thinking about that and i actually get more out of listening to podcasts when I walk myself or do some sort of light physical activity. Yeah, it makes sense, you know. Uh, it feels like more relaxed and uh, it feels like you don't even think about this is going to be broadcast in some way. We're just walking here and have a have a talk exactly. together. Exactly. Yeah, I think there's something natural in walking in talking or listening to conversations, which I hope someone will be listening to this. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, I've done some research for this, for this episode here. Uh, I've looked you up on Wikipedia. Uh-huh, okay. <laughs> and it says you played in two Olympics. You've been ranked number one in Sweden between 1996 and 2008. You've been in 14 Swedish Beach Tour final. No. You won 14 Swedish Beach Tour finals, and you're still playing within the top of Sweden at 40 years old, 48 years old. Does that sound? Yeah, well, it sounds. <laughs> I can agree with that. You know, <laughs> it's uh, it's been a ride. You know, it's uh, I love this thing, and once you love uh, doing something, you you, you want to continue as long as possible. You know. That makes sense. That's maybe why. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I, I really much hope that I will be playing this sport a long time too, because I, I love it as well. I, I did love snowboarding as well that I did before, but I, I came to realize that it wasn't so, uh, in a way, uh, sustainable with my body. Uh, but I think this sport might be better for <laughs> for continuing. Yeah, I mean, it, you you can do it in 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 uh, so many levels. 
this port. Um, if, if it was about run as fast as possible or jump as high as possible, that's limited, you know. Mm -hmm. it, it's it's you reach your peak physically, and and you 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 break your record and and then you fade, you know. Uh huh. Uh, and of course, you know, the 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 the, the physic, the the body is uh, declining uh, according to age. Of course, it is like that. But you can still you can still be able to to play at your level. And it's it's not that really obvious, you know, in beach volleyball <laughs> that you're declining physically. <laughs> um, you can always uh, cover that with a, a partner that. That do stuff like blocking or things, and you can also, uh, I mean, see the 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 play and, and be able to to stay, stand on the right place. So uh, in that way, you can still still be able to to play on a on a good level, uh -huh. even if you you're not jumping that high anymore or run that fast anymore. Do you feel like a, like a wise, smart guy in between a bunch of stupid <laughs> <laughs> younger guys that are trying to? I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say, <laughs> say like that, you know. Uh, of, of course, I, 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 I try to, to be smart and, and try to, to, to use uh, smartness and, and uh, Things. I, I don't really have a choice actually I have to be <laughs> because if I if I'm just try to overpower uh, guys on the court I, I I cannot do it anymore you know uh-huh uh, uh, so um, did you used to play a more overpowering way of playing well, yeah game? well I, I, I a less well, smart one yeah, well, I always try. I will think I, 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 <laughs> I try to be smart every 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 time I played, uh, even when I was younger. But uh, you know, I think it's that's the the law of nature. I mean, you use your your uh, the way of um, that you're able to to do. You 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 um, you do. It's uh, it's um, as, 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 I, as, I, as I say. I mean, I mean, it's not possible to 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 run around like hell and and, and jump really high and, and hit really hard all the time. So I, I got to use the other skills, you know. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. And <clears throat> I have I have a lot of questions for you about about these things uh, that we're gonna talk about as well. But first, I wanted to ask you what do you think so you had a fair amount of success you've been in the olympics twice yeah. and, and whatnot what what do you think is different what's the difference between you and others who well, didn't is it that you love the sport and that yeah. made you keep going you know i i think the answer you're gonna you're gonna get from me might be my strange uh, my, my strange, my 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 thing that differs, and <laughs> saying that is um, actually 
um, <laughs> how can I explain it? It's, it's, it's like the opposite of telling that I have a strange. Um, because I think I had a quite a big desire to do this. That's like the bottom of everything. Uh, I wanted to do it and I lived it and I wanted it so much so I trained a lot and I which is um, which is uh, I mean it's you have to train a lot to, to be able to, to do to do good things on the court on the beach volleyball course but I also uh, boy. <laughs> Someone's uh, passing us. <laughs> <laughs> I, th I think I saw the 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 need of of um, cooperate with a partner. Uh, okay. To to uh, to lift to lift the partner to to uh, be able to work as a team, uh, do things together. Because beach volleyball is never an individual sport. Mm -hmm. You always, the result is depending on what you create together with another guy. What you what you create, what you manage to to do together, uh, is the result. Mm -hmm. And your question is, what's what what? What's your strange? What you, what differs you from other guys, uh -huh. and so on. And I will. Uh, I I I would love to to say that it is the the team thing that's important. And I think I saw that really early. Okay, so so early in your career, you you saw that <laughs> I'm not alone. <laughs> Basically, I'm doing this with with yeah. someone else. I, I mean, I, I, I think I had a big ego as well, you know. Uh, I wanted to do it, but I, I realized that I cannot do it by myself. I have to do it with someone. Mm -hmm. And uh, to feed my ego to win, uh -huh. I have to, <laughs> to figure out, how to, fi do figure out how to do it with someone else. Uh -huh. And, and uh, if, if, that, if that's... Uh, um, uh, if I have to step back sometimes and listen to someone else, I have to do it. So I think it's a good lesson, uh, not only to be able to play beach football, I think it's a lesson for life as well. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, we don't get far without the help of others. No. I mean... It's not that easy to, to do things alone in this world. No, it's not. So, so does that mean that you, quite early in your career, started to look for lessons on how to collaborate better with people and your partners? <laughs> well, I, I, I'm not... I, when I look back, I, it's not that I read science and, and stuff like that, you know. I, I, I just... Uh, I just think that I I did it because it was good. Uh huh. 
you started figuring out on your own. Yeah. Trying things and... And, and I didn't do anything, uh, everything right on the journey. Uh, I did a lot of mistakes. <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> but of course I did. But uh, when I look back, I, I might have done something right. Uh-huh. <laughs> if you want to give some good and bad examples. Well, <laughs> of course. I mean... The, the classic thing in beach volleyball that that you always blame your partner and uh, there is a little competition between you and your partner who has mistakes. who has delivered who has not uh -huh. and who has um, uh, I did my thing but you didn't okay uh -huh. and we lost okay I mean that's a, a classical thing you know uh, of course, we all we all fall into that trap, uh, but uh, in the end of the day, you win. You win as a team. You lose as an individual, as someone said, uh, and uh, that's that's very obvious in beach football, I think. So wait, you you win as a team. That makes sense. You um, lose as an individual. Yeah. What does that mean? Well, I mean, if, if you separate yourself from your your ah, partner mm -hmm. and, uh, and, um, and, and, and see the game in, in, in like parts. I did that, you did that, I did five blocks and uh -huh. you missed side out and I did not miss my side out. I mean, that's because we lost, okay? Mm -hmm. But it's never like that because it's like a, the game is, 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 is like a unit, you know? Yeah, it's not separate. Uh, so you always depended on your partner, and your partner is always dependent on you. Absolutely. Uh, and I think that's a good way of seeing it. The game, of course, when you're in training, and so you you want to develop your own skills and look at yourself, what 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 kind of weaknesses you have, and build up build up yourself individual that's that's has its place but when it comes to the game and of course I, I my career I was I was with one partner for such a long time so we developed things together mm -hmm. I wasn't running around and playing with different guys I was playing with Simon for such a long time yeah. uh, so that makes sense uh, that we was a we was a unit. Absolutely. We was a team. Like, uh, how many years did it feel until you had like really good sync on the court uh, with Simon? Yeah. Yeah. How many years did you guys play together? I mean, we played for eight years in a row, uh -huh. and then we had that. That was like the the career. The, the we started up on a, on a, on a domestic level uh, and then we ended up in, in the Olympics uh -huh. uh, and then we had a break and then we came that came back together for two years playing in just in Sweden uh -huh. that was like the retirement <laughs> get together thing <laughs> okay. uh, yeah. so in total it was ten years. <laughs> And that was another aspect of, of playing with each other, which was really nice uh, to come together and just enjoy playing. Uh, but uh, what was your question again? 
if you had good and bad examples of the... Uh, 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 that was the question, question before. Yeah, the question was, um, like, how long did you play together? You just yeah. answered that. Yeah. But how long did it take until you felt, you guys felt like you were really in sync on the court? Yeah, well, it was, the, the sync on the court was, we had a good chemistry, uh, I would say. Even though we were not, we were guys that, that was not that, um, uh, what do you say? Similar guys. So I mean, we were, we got along good. We did, but we were different. I mean, we, we uh, in life. In yeah, in life. life. I yeah. mean, according to interests and according to what to do in between and stuff. But I think we both had a desire to do it to win. So when we came to, to the court, we realized that. The thing I was telling you before, the, the, the team thing, we realized that, hey, we are so dependent on each other. So we came together and did this together. Uh -huh. And then we could walk from the court and outside the court, we respect each other that we were different. Uh -huh. But on the court, we were, there was 100% a team. Uh -huh. I mean, I mean uh, there were examples that we we were fed up with each other. Of course we were. We, we spent over 200 days together per year. Uh, so, of course you get fed up with a person that you spend so much time with. Yeah. Uh, but when it came, to, uh, came down to, to, to game time, to important things on the court, we had a good chemistry. Uh -huh. we, we, we have that, you can call it professionalism or whatever but we were so alone so dependent on, on each other that we had no choice but stick together uh -huh. and that was really strong that was that was that was a strong feeling there was a strong team thing uh, together uh, and uh, that sync was uh, uh, kind of a nice thing to look back at. Uh-huh, definitely. Um, did it take a long time to build that, or did you have it? We, we, I wouldn't say it's like we, are, we have a plan to build up a, a, a good sync. We, we, we didn't have that kind of plan. It was just something that, that came up to us, actually. Um, and we... But we, we also realized that, uh, kind of, uh, that we had this, this, this good thing. We were, I mean, it's, it's kind of a weird situation playing beach volleyball, as we did. We, we went from Sweden, uh, lived in California, lived in Brazil, uh, and we were dependent on each other, not only on the court, I mean, um, that's a kind of a uh, thing, just being on the other side of the world and you have to, to fix with uh, many things just to get life going. Uh -huh. uh, so it was like a, we were like brothers and brothers fight, you know, <laughs> <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> I need to interrupt you. Yeah. We need to take a selfie here. Oh, we, that's we, great. Need a, we need a, a picture for this episode. Yeah. I think Such people a great, need to see this. Should we, 
Do you like that? Or? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have before. Yeah. <laughs> and I think this setup we have here looks kind of funny. So. Okay, cover picture for the episode fixed. Uh, now, do you have any uh, specific things that you know you did that you think uh, made it made you better at, at playing or syncing with your partner, having that collaboration? Do you have any? You know, sometimes people do specific things like they like. Okay, now I actually need to have this conversation. Now I actually need to. I mean, the bottom line, it, it, you got you, you got to be really honest. You got to be able to. I mean, it. it, it you 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 have to have a great confidence to be able to confess weaknesses. Yeah. Kind of, and I think that that's something that we learned, me and Simon, pretty early, uh, to confess your own weakness. And that I think that was a power in, in, in itself, to to for example, to to uh, to tell. I mean, going up early in the morning, having a practice, and you realize that you're tired, and you be able to to see that, to 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 be able to. Oh, I'm not on my toes. I'm not delivering good training. And then tell your partner, I'm sorry, guy. I'm I'm a little bit down. Yeah. Okay, I tried to do my best, but I'm down. Uh-huh. Okay. Instead of not telling anything, be um, silent and not deliver. Yeah. And and tell no, I'm I'm okay, like that. Mm-hmm. It's like taking a step back. I mean, we do this together, and to be honest and 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 confess weaknesses. That's that's something that makes you grow and and. In the end, it's it. That's a great power, I think. Absolutely, uh, it's very Swedish to to not not say. say no, it's like <laughs> just say that you're fine. And no, I'm fine. It's okay. Let's go. I mean, it, it's not always let's go. It's it's sometimes you you face uh, uh, really tough situations and uh, and and when you're not on your toes and and. You're not, you're not good. Uh-huh. And I think those situations is the most important situation to to grow from. Yes. Uh, and I think me and Simon, not always, but I think we most of the of the times uh, were able to confess those situations for each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was that was a really good thing uh, in between us. I think one can look at those instances when that happens, when you have something that you should say, but you don't, it's kind of hard to say. Like every time you, you say those things, it's like an opportunity to practice that. And yeah. once you do it more and more and more, it gets easier and easier. Uh, and I think that's that's not really easy when you're young and and you have a big ego and you want to do this and I'm good, you know. It's like, well, I want to be a cool guy. Yeah. That, that's, a, that's a tough thing, you know. And uh, you learn by, by times goes by a little bit of this. But we were, we were pretty good at that, even when we were young, I think. Yeah, that's cool. You know Mark, the guy that was here a couple of years ago that I practiced uh-huh. with? Yeah. 
uh, one of the reasons I like practicing with him so much is is that I feel like we were able to talk about this kind of shit, like just anything. Uh-huh. Uh, and it was just good to be able to be like, okay, today I want to do this because of this. What do you think? You know, we just discuss things together. Um, oh, but one thing I feel, <laughs> uh, I, I think it's somewhat easy to get this with one person. You know, if you have a long-time partner or whatever. Yeah. But then it's even harder with big groups. Yeah. Because there it's like okay. even more people that you should have. <laughs> yeah, it's tougher to do it when there's a lot of people involved. Because then you get even more exposed uh, for your we so-called weakness or whatever you want to call it. Uh, so, of course... But uh, it's also like a show-off thing, you know. To to you think your bishop ball is interesting sport uh, when it comes to to situations on the court when you're playing games and 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 uh, you're coming in 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 situation where you're on, on the pressure because you're so dependent. Once again, you're so dependent on your partner. You're so in need of help from your partner. Uh, indirect, <laughs> how do you set me so I can uh, yeah. kill the ball? How how do you how do you create a situation where you feel confident so you can do certain things? You. How, so you dare to try to do things so you can reach your full potential. Um, uh, so it's, uh, I think I, I, this is a topic I'm, I'm kind of interested in. So, so create an environment uh, together uh, that it's okay to do mistakes and, and uh, reach your potential together. Uh-huh. Just the other day, I was listening to a podcast with Anders Moll and Christian Sorum. And yeah. They said something like, we're both here. Uh, and they both trust that the other person is is doing their best. Hmm. So there's no point in, in blaming the other one when he makes mistakes or doesn't run for a ball or whatever. Uh, and that creates, I think, as you say, a better environment where... Yeah. Because uh, everyone knows they, they just made a mistake when they made a mistake. Mm -hmm. But if you have to deal with making a mistake and getting blame from the other partner, then that just, in a sense, doubles the burden I, you have to carry. I mean, I see, I see um, the sport has developed. Uh, I'm not on the tour anymore, uh, on the highest level, but when I see games... Uh, with these guys, I think it's that's something that's uh, really developed uh, since I was on the world tour. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. I mean, the guys are are good, you know, when it comes to to treat their partners. In my time, there was you could see horrible things, you know, in between <laughs> in between partners. Okay. I mean, giving the the, the evil eye and even. <laughs> even yell and scream at each other and blaming the yeah. stuff, you know, it was terrible. 
Yeah. Uh, so, so the the sport hasn't just developed when it comes to hit hard and jump high. It's, I think it's it, something. Also developed. Yeah, yeah that's. Uh, I haven't really looked in. Uh, like close to those guys, but it, it it seems like that when I when I see games, you know. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, whatever you need to do to get better, people are gonna figure out sooner or later. Yeah. I think just just like you said about <laughs> when you get older, you, you need to find new ways or or whatever. Yeah. And uh, competition gets tougher. You need to figure out all the small details that makes you better at the game. It's kind of cold out here. Yeah, it, yeah, it's yeah. I mean, the the, the winter is coming, it is. coming at us. It is. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> you cannot do anything about it. No. <laughs> we are heading to darkness and coldness. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> so, as I said before, there's two more, or there's two topics specifically that we talked about that we should probably talk about in this podcast. One is smart attacking and the other one is uh, longevity, like how to uh, basically be able to play when you get older. Yeah. Uh, which one do you want to start with? Well, it's uh, smart attacking. Visual um, ball is... is uh, we can start with smart attacking, or let's, let's you, you call it smart attacking. So we, we, we. <laughs> what, we would we, you want to call it something else? Well, it's like smart attacking means uh, attack in in a way that you win the ball. I guess. Yeah, I guess that's yeah. true. Yeah. yeah. And I guess that can mean that if you're, you know, two meters, ten centimeters, yeah. and jump super high, then you should sta definitely stay to be that. to be that tall and, and uh, be able to <laughs> use your skills. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but uh, smart attacking is is uh, not everybody is two meters and jump high, you know. No. But we're still in the, in in this sport, and and uh, you see so many examples that. That are able to uh, to to be a, to be a factor on the on the really highest level. Uh -huh. I mean, I played with a guy that was one one eighty three uh, and was still in in the in the highest level in in the world, uh -huh. Simon. And uh, you still see guys that that not that really tall. Uh, Absolutely. And, and and those guys are smart, of course. I would I would consider them to be more smart than uh, than the guys that really tall and, and, and hit hard and high. Absolutely. Because they have to. So even though I'm not a really small guy, I'm 196. Uh, I like to to look at those so-called small guys uh, that's smart uh -huh. because that there you have the guys that you can learn from. Did you study them a lot? Well, I, I like to to uh, to study study those guys uh, because they they use they use uh, finesse and smartness to uh -huh. win to win, um, and I think that's the that's the you have the area where you can learn most of. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and how? 
how do you how do you be smart? Yeah, what people did you study or get well, inspired from? Or? Of course, you can study different different players and, and and pick parts. You cannot really copy one player. That's impossible. So you should pick 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 up things from uh, different players, of course, and then see what you what you have uh, on your own skills, you know. Uh-huh. And uh, and then uh, create your own style, but there is certain things that you know you always uh, could do. I told you the other day uh, about showing one thing and do the other. Uh-huh. I mean the, the the court are eight eight uh, eight meter long and eight, eight meter uh, wide. Mm -hmm. So you always you, most of the time you have one side or the other side you should attack the ball like line or cross. when it comes to attacking yeah so show one thing do the other thing it's very simple so be able to use a technique to show one thing and do the other thing it's very effective uh-huh uh, and there was another part to that yesterday or whenever it was when you told me that which was people you said something like people think that okay then they're just gonna figure out I'm always doing the opposite of what I'm showing uh. but you said it still doesn't work like that because because then you can still see that okay now they're <laughs> starting to cheat and going that way yeah you can of course but if you have if you develop a technique that show one thing do the other thing you have the possibilities uh, and uh, should we if we how, how can we how can we talk about this how can we theorize uh, a technique in a podcast that's a good question yeah that's a good question i mean <laughs> you can show, try to explain <laughs> with words and pictures yeah i mean show one thing do another thing when it comes to attacking i think uh, doing your wrist is very important to be able to use the wrist to put the ball on either one or the other side. Okay, a very last millisecond movement of your wrist? Uh, very last second movement, but it is. I mean, that's a, a, a small part of your arm. The wrist is putting the ball either this side or the other side. Mm -hmm. I think if you try to be too big with all your arm doing the direction of the ball uh -huh. it's getting too obvious it's too easy for the blocker to read yeah both the blocker and, and also the defender it's getting too obvious so the wrist is is the magical thing to show one thing and do the other i think yeah uh, so i mean it, it Talking about the, the the technical part and and how you be able to it, it, it's such a big thing if you you break it down you yeah, know yeah, it comes yeah, to yeah. it no, comes to how 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 to get the position before to to reach the ball and how you you put your legs together and jump and how straight you are in the body and stuff like this you yeah know? yeah that's uh, probably more for a video than a podcast yeah there's uh, <laughs> So, <clears throat> I hope you don't get offended by this, but 
There's the one thing that I, some years ago when I, when I looked at you play, you know, sometimes there's this, this theory that you should always jump like you're going to spike and then sometimes you shoot instead. Yeah. Uh, but it's almost like, I thought when you play, it's almost like you, you go for it like you're going to shoot every time. But then instead, sometimes you can still hit. Oh, yeah. Does that, have you ever thought about that? That's because you, 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 maybe you, you studied me and watched me when I was, I was, I was old a couple of years ago. Yeah. <laughs> so I couldn't really be explosive. It might be like that. But it's pretty cool that you can still, even though you're not jumping like you're gonna jump, you know, over yeah. something very high. Like you're not having this huge, huge approach with uh, super big arm swings and stuff. Yeah. Uh, you can still get up and you can still put speed in the ball. Yeah. And you can still put, it's like there's, there's enough speed in the ball and in enough angles that the defenders yeah. can't get it. Yeah, but it might be, as I, as I told you, the wrist, the, the hand, the hand, like putting the ball, uh, putting some, some speed at the ball, you know. Um, and uh, I, I developed uh, the, the 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 latest years. You know, I, I developed the game game style of. Oh, I, I cannot really uh, like overpower the guys and, and jump that high and, and stuff like this. So I have to. I think I I just move the ball. Little wider, little in between, uh, just just enough to win the ball, you know. Uh huh. Um, and I could do that by putting the ball a little bit uh, in between and and beside, just because of maybe the hand move in the last second, in the last yeah. microsecond. Um, and also I think that uh, maybe my experience and, and stuff like this realized to, to know on this level where people think I'm gonna put the ball and uh -huh. then I put the ball like one meter beside that yeah. or something yeah it's not really convincing kill but still it's a win uh-huh yeah that makes sense <laughs> now, uh, do, do you analyze defenders in in a sense like what you know if they tend to cheat if they tend to stay still if they tend to be more in one place than another and like attack according to that or or do you just know like, yeah in general, I, what, what I, my, my, my mindset is is more like you could you could say that I studied them, but I think I, I think I think <laughs> that it's like it's a mind game kind of. I mean, I've, I've if I've used one type of shot like two three times and a lot, I think people expect this from me. So then I do something else. It's like a, it's not really. A th that I overthink the, 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 the thing. It's more like I have a feeling of we should do like this. 
uh -huh. when it comes to tactic. It's more like, I don't, I, I, I cannot really tell you where it's come from, if it comes from experience or Probably. really, really studying or say, I just have a feeling that this is going to happen or this is a, we are in a situation where things falling on this side to people is going to do this or uh -huh. the, the I, ca I cannot really explain it but I would guess I, I, I guess that's a kind of a thing that helped me uh, because I'm, I'm not when you look People always, when they when they want to be mean at me, they they tell me, ah, oh, you 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 don't have this, you don't have this, you don't have this, you don't have this, but still you win, you know. <laughs> you don't have a jump, you don't have a horse swing, you don't. Okay, you have a pretty good reception. Okay, I can give you that, but you don't have like that and that and that and that. Okay. Yeah. But there's still, still but, no, there's uh, nothing that fuck makes you Fuck, what would happen? You won and anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I suppose the, the critique doesn't hit you too hard. No, I, no. I, I, and I, I can see that. I mean, that makes sense that, that the people say that. But I, I, I don't see it as a criticism. I, I see it as a compliment, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so how, that, that's, that's how stupid I am. But uh, uh, I don't know. It's uh, it's like more fascinating, I think. Yeah. And it tells you a little bit about, and that's like, if it was like everyone that has the best arm swing and and the best jump always win, then it would be no fun, you know. That's true. And uh, this opened up for for so many uh, different people to to be able to play this sport you know yeah because it's a full game competition and not just yeah. a physical and that's uh, and that that's that's only the the thing that you're talking about the individual part and then you have to set set it together with another guy uh -huh. the thing we were talking about in the beginning yeah so that makes it so it's multi 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 complicated which is fascinated and, and really nice absolutely Definitely. One thing I've, I've noticed when, when we practice together is that you... It seems like you're putting a lot of uh, value in being able to hit a certain spot on the court from basically any position. Yeah. Does that make sense? Well, yeah. I've like, no matter if the set is good or bad, or, or left side, right side, you should yeah. always be able to hit the corner in there. Yeah, know? I think because people tend to do a certain thing uh, just because where the ball is getting to you uh-huh that's that's a and that that's a limited way of playing i think i mean if you get the set like over here it's going to be a hit cross court yeah if it's going to be inside here you always shoot line uh -huh. and that when it comes to when you start a, a player that's going to be really easy to to defend uh, if a guy do like that and people tend to tend to do that you know uh -huh. uh, when when they get so if you're able to practice as you as you as you said uh, doesn't matter where the ball is getting to you you should be able to put the ball everywhere uh -huh. and if you train like putting the ball on the line okay then you should do it on the on the line even though you get the inside set even though you got an outside set or yeah off, off the net or whatever you know 
makes sense. So I think that's a good way of practice. Yeah, definitely. That makes a lot of sense. And it connects well with the thing you also said the other day, which is when the set is perfect and the situation is perfect, fine, you can yeah. do whatever you want. But when, yeah. when it's not, which is most of the time, you need to be unpredictable. Yeah, and that's, that's a situation you should practice on. Um, let's say you have t 10 uh, opportunities to, to kill the ball. Five of those, you're perfect. You'll be fine, whatever you do. Mm -hmm. And then it comes down to three of those are, are semi-difficult situations. Uh -huh. uh, then you get challenge. Then the percent of killing the ball is less. Uh -huh. uh, you should practice on those. And then you have these other two times, which is really hard situations. Then you get trapped and you get, you're going to fail, you're going to miss the ball or whatever. So that's the ones you're going to practice on. Also the ones that are almost impossible. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, that's one way of, of looking at it. Mm -hmm. um, and that's... that's uh, uh, okay, if I would, would, uh, would describe my way of playing, so of course... I think I, when I was at my best and when I, I did, did, did good things, I was able to limit those, those situations, you know. We... Uh, limit the situation. Yeah, I li I limit those uh, errors, those, those percentage where, where you, when you fail, when, when the opponents pick up your balls, you know. So, it's it's a it's a game of mistakes. If you can limit it, uh, those those mistakes is good, you know. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes complete sense. Is there something else you think you do smart in the game that people miss? Uh, <laughs> it, it, it's not not really any secrets there. It's like. Uh, I think I think in my mind there is there is uh, not much going on, and that might be a good thing. I, I think it's uh, I, I'm, I'm kind of I, I think I, I think I'm I'm pretty uh, resistant on these uh, external things going on. Yeah. Um, so you don't get so distracted by. I, I don't get distracted. I, th I think I'm, I'm not getting distracted. I, I don't. I think I'm not. I don't care too much. I don't care too much what people think, what people have an opinion, and stuff like this. Mm -hmm. um, and that. That might be an advantage, sometimes. Yeah. Um. Definitely. Uh, is that something you always had, or did you train it? I, I wouldn't say I've trained it, but I've been aware of it, though. That's why I'm telling you all it right now. But but I, I think I'm aware of it, and it's it's been obvious to me when 
people spoke to me or even though I see re re replays of, of games because I, I it's, it's kind of weird sometimes I I had this feeling that I have a positive feeling you know it's like I've been doing good I've been doing I had a picture in my mind what's what's happening that and that's really what counts you know what picture you have inside of, of yeah. you it's been good. I've been doing good stuff. And then I've been looking at myself and say, God, this, this, this wasn't that good. Uh -huh. So I didn't want to see myself afterwards. Okay. <laughs> because that makes you worse. Because it doesn't matter what happened. That's the, what, what, I mean, if you have a picture that everything is all right, it's good. Okay, so we're having an adventure here with traffic in the background and everything. I hope people can still hear this. Uh, but you said something, you, you clarified just in Swedish, something about Federer and, and someone else that was the same level as him. Yeah, I, I, I just heard an example uh, what happened with uh, Roger Federer in his service, service game, putting the ball in the court in the serve it was a was something that he wanted to develop and uh, there was this other guy that was equal to to Federer to serve and after every practice uh, they had a picture of what happened on the on the on the practice and uh, the other guy was very critical and and was focusing on what 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 to improve and have had a, had a mindset that was looking for this, errors. This was wasn't good. I was looking for the errors, and uh, Federer was uh, focusing on what what he did good, uh -huh. and created like a picture in in, in him uh, that it was good. That it was, was it was good, yeah. and yeah. and focus on the good things, uh, and then they. They went on uh, different directions in the in the game, and Federer was the best in the world and, and served like hell, you know. Uh huh. What's up, Alex? Here with a little interruption. I want to talk to you about a concept about the three good things that happened to you today. So right now, Bjorn is talking about Federer and how he basically saw positives in his practice. Is the gist of it, kind of. Um, during our break. We actually were speaking in Swedish, so I can't put that into the podcast because you guys probably won't understand it. Anyway, but he shared something in Swedish that he kind of missed in English, which was that apparently Federer had had this like, name three good things that happened about the practice today or about his serve or whatever it might be. Just like, think about three good things that went well. And uh, I do think... so. Recently, I watched a movie, and uh, I've read some positive psychology and you know, all like happiness research stuff before, also. And in this movie, this idea was was there again. So, basically, the idea is to every day in the end of the day, like just name three good things that happened to you today. And um, supposedly, this is supposed to like wire your brain to to basically just see good things more often, like. Because life is a life is a combination of good, of good and bad things that happen to us. But if we if we learn to pay extra attention to the good things and maybe slightly less to the bad things, 
uh, overall our experience will be nicer and happier, possibly. Uh, at least uh, some research seems to suggest that. So I think just this concept in general is uh, is a cool one. I'm I'm happy that people share it to me. So so I'm sharing it to you, and um, yeah, it's kind of cool. I think to think about applying that to sports also. Uh, I actually, I don't know if I've ever done that, but I'm going to start doing that now. I uh, <laughs> Next time I play beach volleyball, I'm going to sit down and think about three good things that happened during that game or that practice. Anyway, let's get back to the episode. So, so in a sense, that was a parallel to what I think I sometimes has or had in my mind when I was playing or and how I look at, at myself um, uh, it is like sometimes I had a really positive build, uh, picture of myself uh, like almost <laughs> and I, ignorantly well positive. and, and I, I don't want to say I'm I'm uh, cocky or whatever uh-huh Sometimes I've been anyway, but that's another story. <laughs> yeah. uh, it, it, it's it's like having a positive picture of yourself. It it helps you, and why shouldn't you? Uh huh. True. It's like uh, that's that's something that that you are master of. I mean, n no one can decide what what to think about yourself. That's true. Yeah. Uh, that's that's your 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 own chief. Uh huh. And you should uh, take uh, the opportunity to to be your be your chief and, and decide what what's what's good about you. Uh huh. Um, so yeah, it, it's funny. This I have a friend who might listen to this podcast, but he he. <laughs> We talked about service C once and he, he had noticed that that people that almost have this like ignorance of how bad they are at serve receive tend to sort of serve receive better. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, yeah. Oh, and serve reception is such a huge self-confidence thing. And yes. I would I would say that's if you if you're just pick up uh, one one thing in the in the game that's that has with confidence. It's about service reception. Mm -hmm. And as you say, you can have a terrible technique and stuff like this, but still the ball is getting to the right position. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it's about a, like a picture. You should, you should have a picture in yourself. Uh, here's another guy that's played beach football. Fina. Hey. <laughs> 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 that was a long time since I saw yeah, him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a very famous coach just yeah. ran, ran against us. The famous coach, Isaac Hermansson, if <laughs> someone know him. Um, so, well, it, it might be not so easy to just tell people that you should have a positive picture of yourself, but you should not allow yourself to think negative of yourself. Mm -hmm. Because that's self-destroying. Uh, 
and I think I, I've been pretty good at at that. I, I'm not. I haven't. I mean, I've lost a bunch of so many games, so many matches, and if you if you let yourself down and and think you're bad, that's not gonna help you. You no. should learn from from losing games, but not not uh, let you down yeah. mentally. Yeah, that's true. That's and, I, true. And, I, and I cannot explain why it's been like that with me. I, I cannot explain it, but I realized that it might be a thing for me. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Maybe I'm stupid or something. I don't know. <laughs> I, think, I think some people, we, we always have different things from our childhoods. And maybe this is something that you had. Maybe yeah. someone else didn't have, but I think everything can be developed. But I think there's always value in just knowing that something, you know. But I, it wasn't I, like that for me anyway, because I had a, I have a mother that, whatever happens, something could be better. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Maybe you reacted against her so yeah, much I that you... <laughs> I don't know. But that's how she is. I don't know. Uh, that's funny. Uh, that's very, very funny. <laughs> and it could be, I mean, that, 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 that point could be good to have anyway. I mean, you should never be satisfied in that way. I mean, uh, you should always uh, try to be a little bit more yeah, when absolutely. it comes to training and stuff like this. Push yourself to the next level. Yeah. But uh, you should also be able to to be happy about yourself you know yeah find balance there definitely yeah i think there's sometimes value in hearing what someone is experiencing like i know in the beginning a lot of to people told me i need to relax more and service you and i was like i'm trying to relax as much as possible i yeah. can't relax more but then some years afterwards when i sort of learned how to relax then i like recognized the feeling that people had been trying to explain to me and yeah. so I think there's value. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you might you might uh, overthought. I mean, you, you you started to play in a relative late yeah. years, yeah. and then you've been really focused on technique, and then you thought that technique would be the key to receive good, which it which it is, but but not hundred, not overthinking. Mm -hmm. There is a place for really uh, look into technique and. And, and 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 do that and correct things but if you are doing that all the time during the game and stuff that's not going to be good for you i think yeah you have to let that go yeah and, and then just have a positive picture of doing that and, and loving what you do and and Think, think high of yourself, be able to do that. Yeah. Kind of. That makes a lot of sense. Let go of all of that sometimes. Okay, we're getting somewhat close to finishing this around the lake. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but let's go into some of the longevity. You're 48, you're still playing. How did you do that? I'm yeah. 31. I still want to be playing in 17 years. Yeah, what I've been I in, in, lucky to to not uh, break any vital parts in my body. 
uh-huh. uh, of course yeah. that could have happened, but on the other hand, I've been really, I, I like training, you know, it's not only beach volleyball, and I think that's, that's become a really important factor uh, when you get up there in age to do different things with your body uh, in training, uh, cardio, uh, be able to, 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 to um, increase the, uh, the movement, the, the yoga kind of movements in your body um, uh, as well. And then I, of course, I've, I, I, I've learned a lot of myself and my physics, what, what's needed. And uh, also not, not push myself too hard, not go over any limits. Uh, uh, that's really important when you get up there in Asia. And I, I've been fortunate to, to also shows when to train and uh, not follow any, any plan. You have to train tomorrow. Uh -huh. Well, if I'm, I, I feel I need a, maybe a day rest, I do, you know? Yeah. That so that's, that's, a, that's a key when you get up there in age. And it helps you not cross any, any limits. That makes sense. That makes sense. So. Uh, and also, beach volleyball is also, as we spoke before, it's a game that you can you can play it uh, when you not push yourself. You can you can just play a little bit different and not push yourself physically, and then you can like a like a machine that you you're not doing 100% speed all the time. You can just go in at 8%, and then you move up to 90%, yeah. and then 70. Like yeah plan your your uh, power <laughs> <laughs> exactly so that you last yeah. over over time and yeah that makes sense I've s sort of seen you do that in in longer tournaments especially yeah. here in Sweden sometimes the tournaments are kind of long yeah, yeah. And, and I've seen all sorts of tactics of hiding under the under the blanket and <laughs> and towels and well I, I always been uh, a guy that's things that I should do everything in between to be able to do 100% on the court uh -huh. when it comes to sleep, when it comes to rest, preparation, food, stuff like this is no, that's, that's not an effort for me. I just love it, you know, I, I just like to live like that. Okay. So it's always been like this, even though I was in my prime, I, I, I was really, really focusing on, on the stuff. Uh, and it's also a mental thing to know that I've been doing everything to be able to perform 100%. Yeah. That makes me confident. Uh, the thing with, with, with uh, sleep has been one big thing for me. To be able to, to get in bed early, to, to get up a certain amount of hours before my game and stuff like this eat properly uh, right food of course that's a, a factor uh, uh, now when i'm 
48 years old to to still be able to perform a bit yeah and it's getting more obvious the, the older you get of course okay. yeah <laughs> that makes sense yeah yeah i feel like when you're 20 you can you can eat whatever you can sleep two hours and then still play like hell yeah <laughs> it's like it, that's how it works you know <laughs> and uh you wanna i i i'm just fascinated in in optimize the body it's it's such a great vehicle uh, to work with you know uh-huh uh, so i'm interested in in trying new stuff when it comes to training and the way of living and uh I know you also uh, sometimes like to, to go ice bathing and stuff like yeah. this and then do uh, uh, this breathing technique stuff. Uh, it's just uh, such a interested in, uh, in interesting way to, to de still develop yeah. uh, even though you are a little bit older. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, there's, still, uh, there's still areas that unexplored you know absolutely uh, so yeah we're talking about i guess pretty much the wim hof method here with the ice yeah. baths and the breathing techniques yeah and uh, we're not gonna have time to explain all of the wim hof method but how do you feel it has helped you do you do you have any yeah there, there is a there's a, some really big wins uh, when you're doing this things I mean I, I feel that my focus my my um, possibility to 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 really get focused uh, is, uh, is it has been helped by doing this deep breathing in combination with getting into really really cold water because you don't really have that's a you don't really have possibilities to run around with your thinking when you're doing th those stuff no <laughs> the, the cold it, forces it, you to focus on it's, the here and now. it's like impossible <laughs> so it helps you to to small yourself and what's going on and that's pretty much what's important when you're standing on the court so once your mind is getting back and forth and wide and stuff what's happening like then then, it, then you're not performing good you know uh -huh. you should be like I, I, those times I, I've been really good uh, performing good it's like afterwards, what the fuck was going on? I, I don't remember anything. Yeah, you've been in a bubble. What, 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 what was that? Uh-huh. It's like I was in the... People say you're in the zone. Yeah. But I'm in the zone every morning when I'm doing my ice bath. Uh -huh. So <laughs> that's pretty nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't know what's going on in the world. Even though it's a, it's, it's, it's a freaking effort, you know? And that's also a thing, you know, you... you some confident about get, getting over an obstacle every morning every morning that makes you confident so yeah. confident because nothing is impossible you know and uh, if you're 
been able to do such a such a great hindrance such a big effort uh, so much other things feels easier yeah I remember when I started my my cold showers and nice baths I read somewhere that like if you do that the first thing in the morning the rest of the day yeah. everyone you see around you you know that you've been through some way tougher shit than they have <laughs> so so like the rest of the day you just feel like superman because you already did something more difficult than what they're doing right yeah, now okay and you can look at it like that <laughs> I, I don't look like that i don't look at, at it like that that i want to differ myself to others uh, but, yeah. but 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 uh, i this is more like inside me that's true uh for me it's like that uh, it, it's it's more like inside me it's it's like a confident thing that what, could, what, what could be worse? What could be worse? I mean, that that's so much in life is 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 comparing with situations. Uh, we should appreciate stuff, and we should realize that there is some hard times sitting in the ice bath. <laughs> I mean, that's that's hard, you know. Yeah, and. Uh, so it's very easy to appreciate other stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so the shit that hits you in later in the day is not yeah. so bad compared to the ice bath. So. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you can look at it like that. I, it's it's hard to explain, but I just 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 try it. Yeah. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense. Okay. I had a funny question here in the in my questions as well. Okay. Uh, and uh, this comes from my friend because you were in the newspaper here in Umeå a uh -huh. couple of years ago. Okay. Because you had bought a trash can for your ice bath. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and it made it sound like uh, like it was your invention. <laughs> so my friend yeah. told me to claim this back and ask you who was the first one with the, <laughs> with the trash can ice can. In of Umeå. course. I mean, <laughs> you were my inspiration to to, uh, to buy a trash can. Um, <laughs> Even though I think I took it a little bit further than do you did, true. but uh, yeah. you were the one that that started it. I admit <laughs> that I have no problem with that. It was it was great, great idea and uh, a very creative way of um, be able to do ice bath every morning. Yeah, and uh, the trash can is is getting out there now because this, the 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 lake is getting closed now with the ice oh yeah that's right so you cannot get in there because normally you go in this lake yeah, in the morning. yeah i do yeah. i do and, and uh, just a couple of minutes now we, we're heading to the place that i used to bath uh, yeah with, with the beach volleyball course here absolutely yeah. that's right because you know who tony robbins is tony robinson yeah tony robbins uh -huh. It's like this um, personal development guy. Anyway, super rich, and he has uh -huh. this cold bath in his yard. Uh -huh. You know, a, a cool down bath. But obviously, I don't have the money to have that. Okay. But I was like, how can I, how can I make a ghetto version of this? Yeah. <laughs> and I realized I'm living in in the winter in Sweden. Yeah. I have a balcony. I can put a trash can here. I can fill it with water. <laughs> well, it's uh, <laughs> it's just possible during the winter, though. Yeah, that's right. But. Uh, it's during the winter, it, it's like when it's needed most. Yeah. I would say, because <clears throat> you don't have the natural in, in input of uh, light. 
sunshine. Which, which I think is really good for you, your, let's say, mental health. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, but this is it's putting something in you that that's... Uh, could it be serotonin or something? I don't know. I don't know. The, I don't know the chemical stuff. Yeah. But it's good shit. It's re releasing in the body. It is. Of course. I remember the first uh, cold shower I took uh, was in the... So it does get very dark here, up here in the winter and in the fall. You don't see the sun for months, whatever. Uh, but I... And I was missing the sun because I, I get very happy from the sun. Yeah. Uh, but the first time I took a cold shower, I felt like I, I got sun rays from the shower. Like... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like the same feeling. It's... Uh, I also get get high from from the sun. I can feel that during the spring, the the, the first time I, I, I go outside and often I play beach volleyball and and I get a lot of sun exposed. Uh -huh. I get really happy, Absolutely. and uh, and uh, yeah, as you say, you, you that's a kind of the same thing to, to to get when you're afterwards. In, uh, from an ice bath. Absolutely. Yeah, it's... Uh, there's just some sort of energy and, and happiness, happiness that you get from it. Yeah. Cool. Is there something that we... You wish that we would have talked about that we haven't so far? Uh, I don't know, really. It's... It's... it's uh, We've been for I, I, I mean, I tend to, I tend to, to see the sport of beach volleyball more in another way now than I than I did when I was younger, uh, when I was 25 or something. And then it was more like rock and roll, you know. It's like <laughs> getting out there and show off and, and just play and win and stuff like this. It was more simple. Now it's more sophisticated uh, uh, way of, of course, a way of living, uh, but also, but also be able to to play in a different way, to to socialize, to play, to train with someone is a way of. Uh, socialize, yeah. I would say. I didn't really see it like that when I was starting. It was more like performance, winning, uh -huh. get the glory, uh -huh. uh, which is might be natural when you're young and, and on the way up. Uh, but if I was looking at it like that now, I probably wouldn't play. Yeah. <laughs> True. <laughs> True. Do you do you wish that you would have gotten this sophistication earlier in your uh, career? I, I think everything has its place and time. Uh-huh. Uh, I think it's natural and I think it's the way of it should be maybe. But the, I, I don't think it hurts to, to, to have that perspective or hear those things when you're young and you're on the way up but to be able to force a guy to look at, at it like that when they are young kind of i don't see that happens really 
Yeah. Uh, I think everyone has to have their own journey. Yeah. In a sense. Yeah, in a sense. It, it's good to, to tell people what might be on, behind the next corner in the journey, but they still have to find that corner. Yeah. I mean, you cannot, you cannot, you can get pointers and influence, but you cannot really force guys. I mean, let's say you were a coach and you were getting pay and they were getting pay from the government to, to be a beach volleyball superstars. Uh -huh. You cannot force them to, to actually think like in a certain way or something. You can give, give them pointers, but they have to figure out, as you say, that everybody has their own journey. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I, in a sense, I appreciate that also when the times we have practiced together, because you, you have pointers for me and I take them in. Then sometimes I'm working on something in my own mind and I tell you that and you're completely yeah. fine with that. Yeah. Uh, it's not like you're like, hey, you can't think like that. Right. <laughs> you just recognize that I'm maybe stuck in a place in my journey. Yeah, and also the, 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 the way of how beach volleyball, the sport of beach volleyball is, you know, there is not a form. There is not just one example how you should be to be number one in the world. Yeah. There sure. is not. I mean, there, 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 there is certain kind of styles and uh, there are effective and uh, the sport of beach football is played outside with so many different circumstances so on, on any given day you could you be able to beat someone and the other day you lose yeah just because of that uh, because whoever's better at these circumstances yeah mm -hmm. so that's also fun and uh, excited i mean Indoor volleyball, it's more static. It's not yeah. a different we weather or you have this structure of six people going their own, with, with their own um, job to do on the court. Yeah. So. Yeah, beach volleyball is super multi-dimensional. Not only all the dimensions you already talked about, but on top of that, all the different weathers it can have. Yeah. Or play indoor beach volleyball, which is almost its own sport. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, I'm happy we have this indoor beach up here, uh, but uh, it's more static uh, than out, outside. Yeah, it is. It is. I've always wished there would be an indoor facility with wind. <laughs> yeah. It might come in the future. Who knows? <laughs> might come in the future. But it's, that that's uh, that would be fun. Maybe even a big ass sunlight that you can like have in one direction, so someone has to <laughs> have it in yeah, the I mean, I, I thought I think it was like a little bit of the thought of. I mean, Ixu is uh, we have we have windows in in the roof. Yeah. That's and we true. have windows in the side, so sometimes the sun is coming inside on the indoor beach. Yeah, that's true. Um, but anyway, it's, it's kind of hard to get this, this room that you have outside uh, when you play. Uh, with the, the, the whole atmosphere, the, the sun and the... Yeah, that's true. 
the sky and stuff, you know. That's true. And then one of the big differences is the, is the float serves. For me it's annoying because you play for so many months indoor, yeah. so you sort of forget what it's like to play outdoor, <laughs> and you start to question your memories of what it's like. Uh, okay. Yeah, I, I can understand it. it's like that for you, because you haven't played for so, so many years, and you, you pretty much developed yourself indoor, maybe? Am I right? Um, or? A little bit. I, I would say I'm a mix. Yeah. Uh, I'm not as much only indoor as most people are from yeah. up here. Yeah. But definitely had my hours indoor. Yeah. For me, it's such. A, it, 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 it's no problem, you know, because but yeah, I, I played for so many years. But uh, so it's easier for me to just very fast get get outside and, and I'll be fine. But, but I had so many hours outside so. uh -huh. for sense. so many years. So the switches between the indoor and outdoor, it's, it's easy. Nah, it goes really fast yeah. for me, but it comes with the, the hours you have spent, yeah. maybe. And I, I feel it's going faster and faster every year for me too. Yeah. Uh, but then again, like, I, I know there's, there's like outdoor uh, weathers that I'm not too used to. Like last year, I was last winter I was in Bali and we had this very strong wind from the ocean. Yeah, constant, always in the same direction and super strong. And it was like that for two uh -huh. months. And we never have that in Sweden because you just don't experience that here. Okay. And it was really good to get to practice in that for a long time and then get used to it. But then again, I get back here and then I'm not really used to the Swedish sort of whirlwind conditions where the yeah. wind comes from <laughs> from every direction yeah that's but right <laughs> in a sense you would want to practice with all the different conditions like of course every other day yeah that'd be the dream i mean that 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 what's experience is is about to to be to have played in every circumstances and, and weather types Enough to have figured them out and also enough to be able to adapt to them quickly when you see them yeah. again. Even if you haven't seen those circumstances in years. Yeah. That's right. Is that something you feel that you can... <laughs> like if I were throw into yeah. something you haven't seen in years now, would you...? Yeah, I guess I, it goes faster. I mean, that, and also it, it tends to, to be less physical when it's rough conditions. It tends to be more experience, more ball control, which in this stage of my career, it's better for me. Yeah. Uh, so uh, it tends to be an advantage for me. That's right. Uh, and I also appreciate, I mean, uh, when it's different circumstances. It's it's fun, yeah, uh, and that's also key, I, I guess. I mean, mo mo many people just get bored and, and and less excited when when it's windy and whatever it is, you know. Uh, and that's not good. Yeah, you, you need should to love it, you know. Yeah, you need to. You need, <laughs> you need to love it, <laughs> and then you tend to to do good, you know. So. Uh -huh. You need to find it fun to adapt to these new conditions and yeah. figure out this yeah. new puzzle. I cannot force anyone to, to like it, but uh, <laughs> but uh, I just tell that that if you want to be good, it's 
you better like it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's a fair good tip for people out there. But, but you tend to like it more if you like beach volleyball uh, in general. I mean, uh, it's like the deep love of the sport, you know. If you do, you like it even if if it's like 20 meter per second wind. Yeah, yeah that's right. That's right. <laughs> cool. I do. I do not really like rain, though. I think rain it's, and cold. I, I could. Stuff. I could be out without the rain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Rain in in tropical weather is kind of fun oh, when it's that's warm. That's okay. That's okay. But rain and cold is not. Yeah. Uh, I'm with you on that. <laughs> uh, also, the hailstorms that we can have here. Oh, that's course. not too good either. <laughs> of course, if you could choose. Yeah. So, if someone has been listening to this podcast and they think they either want to get in contact with you afterwards or yeah. Or they want to follow in on Instagram for daily ice bathing inspiration. Yeah, you start start with uh, following me on Instagram. Is that the place to find you? Yeah, of course. That's uh, where. I'm, uh, yeah, that you can find me there. And what's the Instagram handle uh, name? What is it now? It's uh, Berg under dash Beach. Yes, I think. Right. Yeah, I think so too. I think so too. <laughs> I have to double check it. And if uh, if someone wants you to come to their country and coach you, then they're gonna send you a DM. Of course. <laughs> uh, everyone that likes uh, beach football is my friend. That's good. No uh, right. So you've been uh, pretty cold, right? I've been pretty cold. <laughs> what about you? <laughs> well, it's, even though I have, I have gloves on, though, but uh, I, I don't know why it's it feels cold because it's just like three, four minus. Yeah, we could have twenty here. So I didn't bring quite enough clothes. Uh, you can borrow my, this if you want when you bicycle from here. Nah, it's okay. I'm fine. I'm fine. But it's been a good experience. Let's see what the yeah. audio ended up like with this microphone. But I think yeah. it's going to be fine. Maybe we, it's just the sound of sneezing and stuff, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I don't know. And the uh, sound from walking on icy, icy roads. Yeah, I'm slightly concerned about the steps, but I think it's going to be fine. And we've been walking for one and a half hour. Yeah, we have. Which was also a training, type of training. It is. Some uh, fat burning stuff and as you, as you said in the beginning, walking is uh, healthy. It's probably good for your brain. It's good for your brain and something that you should do once in a while. Absolutely. Let's hope that the listeners have been on a walk too. Yeah, walk with us. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thanks for coming on the, onto the show, as we say. Yeah, show must go on. <laughs> it's been a lot of fun. Oh, thank you.
What's up? Alex here again. Hope you had a great walk with us or drive with us or whatever you decided to do while listening to this episode. And I hope you learned a thing or two, took some takeaways. I definitely did with this one. So what I always do with these episodes is that I upload them onto the podcast apps, but I also upload them onto YouTube. And on YouTube, there's a comment section. So if there's any questions or thoughts or whatever that you would want to discuss with me or others or maybe questions to Bjorn you can always go to that comment section and write your stuff down and we can see what it leads to so if you listen to this on a podcast app in the episode description you can go and find the link to the same episode on youtube and that's where the comment section will be anyway if you enjoyed this episode please share it to like-minded people other volleyball friends other volley nerds etc. Because um, what happens if you do is that the show grows and the more the show grows, the easier it becomes for me to make even more good episodes for you to learn more beach volleyball from. So really, we all win if you do that. The goal with the Learn Beach Volleyball Fast project is to really create the best content out there for someone who is interested in getting better at beach volleyball and learning the sport. So For the podcast specifically, I want to have insightful conversations with uh, interesting people and just like make the best podcast for learners. And on the YouTube channel, I want to make the best and most accurate tutorial videos that uh, that exist. And whether I succeed with that or not, that's, I guess, up to the eye of the beholder. But I will at least relentlessly continue pursuing that goal and um, all the help I can get from you guys really helps and uh, is going to make you be able to watch this content at this quality sooner and more. So yeah, we all win from that. Another thing that really helps is feedback because I grow, I get better at creating this show and stuff from feedback. And uh, well, this was a new one. It was a walking episode. Uh, So I would love to have some feedback on that. Was it distracting? Was it, was the step sound distracting in the background or was it maybe even nice uh did you appreciate it i think um when creating a show like this there's like certain things you should do but i also think certain things you should experiment with and try some new stuff and and sometimes it's going to be a good one i've i've literally never ever heard about anyone creating a walking podcast so i (laughs) of course i wish it's the first in the world who knows uh but did you like it? Did you not? Let me know. And um, is there something else that you think I should think about? Let me know that also in this comment section. I'm very open for for feedback and thoughts, and I really want to create this project into the best one it can be. Also, subscribe to everything. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Subscribe to the podcast. Subscribe to the, my email list. Uh, join my Facebook group. And just in general, tell people about the Learn Beach Hall Fast project if you enjoy it because uh, as I said the more it grows the more I can create for you all right thanks for listening I hope you have a great day talk to you soon again